happy Valentine's Day. No love one, of my life. No one I'd rather be spending Valentine's Day with than you, Catherine. Except for maybe your boyfriend. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Potentially. Potentially. A close if on, second. If he's on his best behavior, then maybe. A close second <laughs> to me. When he has put in as much work and effort and time as you have, then maybe. So true. So <laughs> true. <laughs> hard, um, to, hard to compare with your girlfriend's loves, you know? It's so true. The day of love. The day of love. And it's fitting that we would be here today together chatting about the other love of our life, Formula One. Formula One. So to everyone listening, whether you're a new listener or an old listener joining in for the first time or the 108 time, something like that, um, we love you. All the we same. love you so and your much. Valentine's. Uh, I know this is coming out a day after Valentine's Day, but regardless, you're still our Valentine's Day a day after. Um, this is TGNF and F1 podcast with Kate and Nicole. My name's Kate. And I'm Nicole. And this is our show <laughs> where we talk about Formula One and also literally any and everything else that we decide we want to. So, because why not? Because why not? We're allowed to do that. Um, so let's get into it. There's been a lot happening. Last week was a really fun episode where we just kind of like caught up, checked in on things happening in F1 and like did more of like a predictions episode. Mm -hmm. Like we were, we really, we picked out of a names out of a hat. We got our teams, our drivers that will be our teams for this year, uh, which is going to be a lot of fun. And I think that we'll have like a lot of different games and podcast things that will kind of go into um those drivers that we choose and so like having a team to kind of stick with for the year is going to be really fun uh but outside of that it was more just like predictions and thinking about this season ahead and what we think is going to happen um but this week we're going to talk a little bit more about what is happening last last week was guessing this week we know we know we know things so the first thing that's happening is a lot of cars have launched. Mm-hmm. Who are, cars, we missing? are we missing anyone at this point? Uh, Mercedes launched nope. this morning. Yep. So. Did we see Haas? Let me check. So the only one left is, so McLaren will be launching today. So maybe while we're recording this, we'll see it. Which I and already then, saw it. It's already out. Oh, is it out? Yeah. But what happened when they... They launched it. They dropped the launch lot two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Remember? It was just like, surprise, actually, like, here's our car. Oh, yeah. So. And I so maybe they're doing it. like an official event today, but like maybe. we've already seen it. Uh, the only one left is Red Bull tomorrow. But like tomorrow. technically, I think we've seen it because they've been doing some like show runs yeah. at Silverstone. But we know how that goes. It could change. It could change. Nothing is set in stone <laughs> until it's set in stone. So, like it's not over until they lift that curtain on that bad boy as honestly we've learned. it's not over until race one 
That's and when even, it's not over until. But even then, because sometimes they have special livery, so it's like not really over until it's the last race of the season, I guess. It's never over, <laughs> is what we're saying. I guess it's never really over just because. <laughs> <laughs> just because they launch a car doesn't mean that's a car. Exactly. Katy Perry, get in here. F1 Remix. Dead. Um, sorry, I like really need to figure out like where I want to be because the light from this window is really cramping my style. I'm sorry. It's like on half my face, but not the rest. My ring lights all over the place. Struggling today. This is why I need my my own podcast studio. Obviously, (laughs) soon, soon. All right. Well. We've got VCarb. Let's chat VCarb because VCarb launched last week and I think it's one of the better looking cars on the grid this season. I agree. I agree. Although my big, you know, bone to pick with F1 teams is I don't really think anyone's giving us anything new or exciting. And that's something that I'm always wanting from them is why do these cars just look the same? And even VCarb is a whole new team, basically. Um, and it's still a Toro Rosso. Like, here's the thing for me is that cars are considered art, right? In certain, exactly. in certain circles of the world, maybe you don't necessarily think so to the listener, but like, there are people collect cars, they are collectibles, they are yeah. art, right? So why are we not treating these Formula One cars as, as such. literal works of art? Like they should be adorned as beautiful things to watch every single race. And like hundred percent. I get that that is a corporate sport and I get that sponsorships matter, but like at the end of the day, you can't even see the sponsors on the car as they're when it's going around the track anyway. So like right. Please, let's have some fun with it. It's just like a little bit of color, a little bit of... So here's the thing, and this is my thought on V-Card, because I think they have really fun colors. Mm -hmm. But like we said, it looks like a Toro Rosso from a couple years ago. And I think what they could have done is basically it's like, what does the car look like right now? It's like the blue and it has like white. Mm -hmm. Is that what it is? Yeah. Like, I would have loved to see a full white car. Mm Mm-hmm. With, like, blue stripes. Like, I don't know. I feel like that would have been, like, a fresh, fun, new thing. Like, we only – like, also, every car this year is black. Yeah. Pretty much. I know. So, even, like, Aston Martins last year, like, I loved the green. I loved, loved the full it. green. And this year, they're, like, black with some green. And I'm like, boo, lame tomatoes. I know. Luckily, Mercedes is silver. So I'm glad they, with, like, yeah. did the silver. I know, they with did black. Both. But they did mostly <laughs> silver. So loving that. Um the one that I love that did a great job, Steak. Mm. Okay. The I thought you were going to say Ferrari, and I no. was like, of course. No. Steak, Steak's Shigo Mobile looks so good. I love it. I love that they did the green. I feel like it's it's just something we haven't seen before, and, like, that's all I want. I just want, like, something fresh and new that we can, like, have fun with. Uh, no, Ferrari is – surprise surprise it's red again i mean i I don't think that ferrari's ever not gonna be red like i don't envision that for them and that's fine but i think that they could be a little more fun maybe with the race suits or you know yeah it's just like go girl give us nothing and so 
it's fine. I don't expect a lot from Ferrari. You this, know what I would actually like from them? storied kind of team, but. I would love their suit, race suits to actually be black. Hmm. I know we're like, a uh, black car is the, but everyone looks good in a black racing suit. I would also love them to be in the Ferrari yellow, like full Ferrari yellow with like the red accents. Cause See? I think it would just be such a nice contrast between like the red car and like their yellow suits. Like when they're in. Okay. There. They're literally going to look like a hot dog, Nicole. Okay. You know that we love to ketchup talk and about. mustard. We love a ketchup mustard wienermobile. Like we I love know. that. Okay. But I also really don't think the yellow is totally in Charles color wheel. And so I don't necessarily. <laughs> will not wear think. that gaudy yellow. It is not my color wheel like i'm just thinking that i don't think that that is um the move for that's him. fine i just like i'm i'm kind of tired i of, would like a black with like red. red accents like the black black with the red and yellow accents i feel like would be really cool because we've seen them do white before and like yeah. those are fine but they're kind of boring yeah so i don't know i just i just want more from these teams and like I'm excited about the, like, progress that they're making, like, technically with the cars because we know mm-hmm. that, like, Williams and I think Mercedes are both, like, these are brand new fucking cars. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing is the same from last year. So, like, they completely rebuilt the car, which will be really exciting to watch on track and see yeah. how they perform. But, like, cool. They're totally new, except they look the same. So, like, give us something new. If they're going to be new cars... Make the problem the problem is is that someone's gonna listen to this and be like, you guys are stupid. They don't look anything like the old cars. They look so different. You don't even know. And it's like mm, you don't even okay, know. Okay, whatever. Generally, they're the same. <laughs> I'm sorry, maybe Ferrari has like an extra yellow stripe. I think they did like new a new thing with the stripes this year. Yeah. So like cool. No, I have to agree. I think steak is steak is really crushing it. And you know what? Tell me. I've been noticing too, like this doesn't have to do with the car launch, but like they elevated their content strategy to a thousand. Oh yeah, they absolutely. Up. I think steak is going to be giving us the best driver content yeah, 100%. of this year. I think so too. Their, yeah, their new branding is really fun. It's so Gen Z. It is yeah. so like painfully Gen Z, but I think it's gonna be really fun. Um, they just I seem mean, it they seem like a sense. team that is like that has really invested in like their creative department, like their yeah. social media, content creation, um, graphic design, like design departments. Like they're really investing in like the branding of Stake, and I think that that's really smart of them. And I'll tell you this: Stake for anyone who doesn't know is sports betting it is a sports yeah. book you can it is a betting platform and it is right like i said f1 very corporate right makes sense that sometimes it's kind of boring but stake has always been a more fun company and yeah. so that and with their branding and kind of the the media that they put out right like drake is you know maybe their top influencer or he owns stake in stake and right like he posted doesn't camp- code well for them to be honest <laughs> doesn't but uh <laughs> obviously for the super bowl he was like can't bet against patrick mahomes million bucks on the chiefs and people were like oh must be nice for to just have a million dollars to throw around and i was like bro like 
that is sponsorship money. Like Drake is not putting any of his own money into that. No, so like none. they have so much money to throw around in a very fun and kind of younger leaning way. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see what they 100%. do with this type of sponsorship that is so drastically different yeah. than these car companies and kind of like big tech companies that are focused on like 100%. fucking Salesforce, right? Like the branding and the way that they meet their audience is very different. So I'm so excited to see yeah. a company like this yep. enter the Formula One space and be able to kind of transform how maybe everyone else looks at their sponsorship roster. 100%. Yeah, I think I'm excited. I think they're going to be really fun and I'm already enjoying what they're doing. Same. So, and season hasn't even started yet. So, I mean, news. I don't know if you saw, kind of going back to Drake, Boat has posted a photo the other day of him like working out or something. And then there was like the shadow that looked like he had like a huge dick. Did you see it? No. Okay. Well, I was like, <laughs> is this. Is this a play on recently leaked? Oh my god, Drake nudes, and we're just kind of like playing up the Drake sponsorship because that it would be hysterical, and I really appreciate the uh, ability. Oh my god, dudes, just look at it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's obvious. I was like, "What is this from?" Obviously, it's the um, handle of the jump rope, but like, yeah. <laughs> but like it, the the reflect the shadow makes it look like he's has a huge boner. <laughs> okay, hysteric. Someone commented and said, "Is this the picture Christian Horner sent?" <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Damn. So, and for anyone here, is not the only one with the the tripod tripod nickname. Now, <laughs> that is. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, um, Drake essentially leaked his own nudes recently. It was a video of him. You can go search it out. We shan't be posting it anywhere. But okay. like, if you want to see it, you can see it. And it was kind of like a big thing last week. Yeah. Um, but it is. <laughs> it was definitely a big thing last week. It was. A- <laughs> it was a big thing. It was a. It was week. a big it was, thing. It was a pretty pretty big thing it was a big thing that was kind relatively of cir- large circulating around it was kind of you know moving here and there um it was across yeah the it was definitely screens. a large topic of conversation <laughs> in several group chats that's for sure <laughs> anyway enough about drake's nudes <laughs> let's get into some silly season updates so we talked last week about the fact that like in the shock of the century to a lot of people, Lewis Hamilton announced that he will be leaving Mercedes at the end of this season and joining Ferrari uh, for the 2025 season. And so now there's all sorts of speculation around who is going to be replacing him. Obviously we know it's going to be Pierre because the wheels of fortune on our last week's episode <laughs> foretold it. <laughs> Honestly, so. that would be so that would be kind of insane if any single one of those was actually right. <laughs> no, I mean we'd have to just like I don't know. We'd, we'd have, have to, to start playing the lottery. We, I, I mean, I'm not allowed, but <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'll start playing the lottery for both of us. I mean, there would we would have to do something with that, like. <laughs> 
that'd be insane. Um, but there, you know, there's a lot of conversations, you know, Mick Schumacher has kind of said, or like not said, or his uncle has said, someone has kind of said that like Mick is in the running in talks for talks. the seat. He's in play. He's in play. Obviously we know that Toto is Esteban's manager. Mm-hmm. So could we see Ocon getting the seat? I kind of don't know because the last time there was an opportunity for Esteban to have the Mercedes seat, it went to George. Yeah. Uh, but also Toto also is very invested in George's career. So yeah. is it now like it's Esteban's time? Who knows? And then Toto literally owns every single piece of the Mercedes pie, uh, which would be pretty crazy. But there's been a lot. I feel like everyone is kind of throwing their, is everyone's trying to start the rumor that they have this. (laughs) Like everyone (laughs) everyone. is starting their own rumor. And you know what? Alonso is hitting the the rumor mill pretty heavily because he's, he has a lot to say about this open Mercedes seat. I mean, Fernando and always has a lot to say. Fernando, he. I'm surprised Fernando hasn't made a comment about Drake. <laughs> you know, I kind of thought he would be the one to make a joke. <laughs> you know what? I was like scrolling through his TikTok yesterday, and I was like, "This man's unhinged." So I, it might be coming. Just give it a minute. <laughs> um, but Alonso said has quoted been quoted saying. He'll settle for a short-term deal oh. to replace Lewis. Don't worry. He'll settle for a one- or two-year deal. That's it. Don't Got worry. It. Um, okay. And, yeah. So generous of him. He's making concessions for Mercedes <laughs> to bring him on. Um, and he says, there's only three world champions on the current grid, and I'm the only one available for 2025. I so mean, I'm in a good position. So he's logic like, stands. He's like, I'm setting myself up for success here. According to logic... He's getting the seat. He's getting the seat. Alonzo, you know what? Alonzo is a confident king and he never doubts himself. He never. never once says, well, maybe it shouldn't be for me. He doesn't chase, he attracts. Okay. Like he, yes, 100%. he says, you want me? I'll maybe make some room in my schedule. Maybe for I'll, you. I'll pencil you in. <laughs> He's penciling Mercedes in for 2025. He said, in pencil. Mm, only. Reach out to my people if you'd like to talk, but like, don't reach out to me directly. So. <laughs> Alonzo uh, feels like he's pretty confident in his ability to get that Mercedes seat. So let's, let's see how that pans out. He is making a good point that who's the only person you can replace a world, a champion, world champion with? with? Another world champion. He makes a good point that he's the only world champion on the grid that's available. However, there are other world champions that are potentially available. Potentially. Namely, Sebastian Vettel. And we've seen or heard from former Formula One team owner, Eddie Jordan, who has come out and said that he encouraged Toto to consider Seb to -hmm. fill the gap. Um, He said, if it was me and the way that Formula One is progressing, I would look at Vettel. I think it's a good choice. Obviously. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just kind of like, I love when people say things like this because I'm like, oh, breaking news. You would look at Sebastian Vettel and think he'd be a good choice for a team, like, obviously. He's like, hey, maybe you should consider that really good guy. Mm, Maybe. (laughs) He said, I think it makes sense for Mercedes to have a German driver in the car. True. Uh, So I think Vettel has to be in the frame because of the major German contact. We know what happened with Michael before. um, Schumacher. 
yeah, Michael Schumacher kind of talking about his return to the grid with Mercedes in 2010. He left Ferrari. Where did he go? Back to Mercedes. So that's a possibility. Honestly, uh, you know what? You know what he probably subscribes to? My Lewis in his Nicky Lauda era. Exactly. Theory. He's like, let's think about the poetry here. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. History is always think- repeating itself. History is always repeating or itself. Or what's it, what do they say in ABBA? The history book on the shelf is always repeating itself. Exactly. I mean, exactly. Also poetic. <laughs> um, but we've also heard a lot of rumors about Seb. I don't necessarily think that Seb would come back to be a driver again. I think yeah. he is someone that left for personal reasons of wanting to be with his family more. And like, I think he was just like my driver era. Mm-hmm. is over yeah shout out the driver era great band but his driver era is over but we have heard some rumors that people are kind of thinking about him about tip tapping him in to head up red bull mm-hmm. if it so happens that christian horner finds himself out of a job mm-hmm. and they're kind of thinking about bringing seb back obviously seb was like prior to max like the most winning red bull driver he still is. Is he still? Yep, um, he won four for That's for true. Rainbow, so he so has if Max the wins most... again this year, then they're he'll tied. Be tied. Yeah. Yeah. But he has the most world champions that Red Bull mm-hmm. has ever had. And so people are like, okay, well, if Christian is in, then maybe they'll bring Seb in. There's been rumors that he might be replacing Helmet Marco whenever yep. Helmet de- decides to grace us with his non presence <laughs> uh, in the Formula One world. So that's a potential. I don't think we've seen the last of Seb in F1. However, I do personally think we've seen the last of him on track as a driver. Yeah. Yeah. Because I also think that as a team principal, obviously you're super busy, but I think it allows you more time to be with your family. Yeah. um, Because you don't need to be at the track at all times driving. Like he can kind of do things from afar. We've seen team principals kind of lead from afar before. So I think something like that will happen. Yeah. And I mean, speaking of Red Bull, I think it's, it's, it's not funny, but it's, it's definitely something that absolutely no one thinks that Checo is going to have the seat after the season. Nobody. There's not a single He's rumor not even about in him keeping for him to be at the Red Everyone Bull Everyone else on the grid is, is rumored to have that seat. Yeah. People are vying for that seat. They're like, Checo is not even competition at this point. They're so like, like, honestly, probably Nico Hulkenberg is getting the seat. Like, they're <laughs> like, I guess they'd settle for Nico. Anyone but Checo. They're like, on their ABC journey. Anyone but Checo. <laughs> Red Bull is learning their ABCs this season. Yes. And we'll see who gets to take that spot because it is not going to be Sergio Perez, that's for damn sure. <laughs> There's rumors that Alex Albon has been already offered the seat, so kind of given first right of refusal. Um, he basically, for, for anyone that's younger, uh, Albon basically applied early decision, um, <laughs> or they're applying early decision to Albon taking the seat. And so he kind of has the offer to take the seat, and he gets to refuse it, and then if he does, then it would go to someone else. So. Yeah allegedly that's been happening um we've seen a lot of rumors about that so that would be interesting can't say whether or not i'm necessarily excited like i feel very i have a lot of mixed emotions about that we have talked several times about going back to your abuser 
Yeah. And we don't and like you, it. And we don't like it for them. Um, from personal experience, don't love it for them. I don't um, like it for anyone. I don't love it for you, mostly, <laughs> but also for F1 drivers. Don't love it. So, you know, Alex, really, really think about what you're, what you're choosing here. And you know what? Like, however, maybe he's waiting to see if Christian's going to be there or not. Because if Christian's not there, could be a whole new chapter. True, 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 true. So let's, let's see how things play out. But Alex is has shown so much growth at Williams that I think they they cut him from Red Bull far too early. Yeah, and 100%. I think without giving him the benefit of the doubt, I think a lot of things happened to him on track. Like we saw Lewis crash into him several times, ruined mm-hmm. the races for him. And I think they really blamed him for that. And so you put him back in a Red Bull card that's similar to Max. Like, let's see what he can do. Like maybe yeah. it is time for him to, you know, be one of the top drivers on the grid. Um, I would love that for him. I would love that. But I just don't want him to be treated poorly at Red Bull. I agree. So Um, we'll see. Speaking of Christian, there is an update on the saga of whether or not Christian will be at Red Bull anymore. Uh, If you haven't heard about it, um, there was a report that came out early last week that Christian Horner is under private investigation by Red Bull about some allegations towards him from a Red Bull employee. We're not totally sure what those allegations are. There's conflicting reports. There's, it's either that he was inappropriate with a female colleague and sent some photos or that he has like an aggressive management style and it might be something towards like bullying harassment kind of like something like that so we can neither confirm nor deny what the allegations are so we're not going to be you know talking too much about that but we do know that there's an investigation going on that much has been confirmed by red bull and the latest update is that he met with an external barrister at a secret location in central london on friday um to have like a hearing about it um at first they wanted to have the decision made or have the um results of the investigation done before the car launch which is tomorrow Mm -hmm. but we've heard that it might take a lot longer and could even be still going on past the first race of the season so i mean christian's not going down without a fight yeah they're gonna have to drag him kicking and screaming out of that red bull building so tbd on what happens but there were also rumors that bernie ecclestein uh told him to step down told him to step down yeah but bernie (laughs) did post on his instagram account (laughs) he posted a notes app apology style story that was like any reports of me telling christian to step down are in are false and incorrect (laughs) don't listen to the media the dang media. They're so I was like, the pot. I, I had that update on the agenda. I went backspace, backspace, backspace. Okay, no longer true. But I was just, I love that Christian Horner, fun fact, Christian Horner was Bernie's best man at his third wedding. Screaming. His <laughs> so, third wedding. Third time's a charm. They've got, they've got some, um, some deep relationships there. So yeah, they do. Who's to say what actually happened behind closed doors between the two of them? I would love to know. Be oh to be in the room where it happened. <laughs> Fly on the wall. <laughs> um, we've also got some updates to 
the format of race weekends, uh, specifically when sprint races are happening. So as we know, sprint sprint weekends have been in the fray for the past two to three seasons now. Um, just something that F1 kind of brought in to liven up the weekends a little more, give fans something more to see, especially if you're at the track. Um, just a little extra something, something to spice it up. And it's kind of polarizing. Some people love them. Some people hate them. Uh, we go back neutral. and forth sometimes. We go back Depends and forth. on the weekend. I think, like, in theory, I really like them. Like, in mm-hmm. practice, like, I enjoy watching a sprint race. I don't necessarily love how they design them in terms of, like, points and, like, yeah. the larger weekends. Yeah. yeah. So they updated the sprint weekend format again. Um as is expected, I feel like they're doing that pretty much every year till they figure out something that really works that everyone's happy with. And so it's nothing huge, but now the sprint qualifying will be held on Friday and then the sprint race will happen Saturday. So it's it's kind of breaking them up a little bit. So yeah, so it, but essentially we're going back because it used to be last yeah. year it was like qualifying for the race would happen on Friday. Yeah. And then it would be Saturday sprint race, qualifier sprint race, and then Sunday would be the race, right? I and think now so, yeah. they're going back to okay, it's going to be qualifying is again on Saturday. Yeah. Followed by the sprint race. Um, yeah, because before they wanted qualifying to go before the sprint just in case anything happened to the happened. cars. Right. Um so that you could get qualifying kind of out of the way, but now I guess that they didn't care. So it's going back. And they said, not worth it. So uh, yeah, it's just, again, it's one of those things where it's like, but what's the point of the sprint race? If it's not to have anything to do with the actual weekend. Right. Um, Because they're still kind of then putting themselves in harm's way for. Right. I get that it's points towards the constructors championship, but I feel like people are more likely to like play it safe because it's like a few points versus mm-hmm. the points that you'd get in the in the race on Sunday. Right. But hey, I'm not I'm not the expert on this. I'm just a girl with a podcast. <laughs> We're just a couple girls. We talk into microphones and people listen to us. And that's that. <laughs> Um, so we, next week, we have one week left until the premiere of season six of Drive to Survive. Um, super excited. I think we had a relatively uneventful season last year. Um, so excited to see kind of, I also think that sometimes it's the more boring seasons that we get more story. Like we get to go deeper into drive different drivers and hear kind of what's going on behind the scenes. So excited to see what storylines they really pull from last year. Um, But one noticeable absence from the trailer is there was no Max. And we know that Max has previously refused to be in drive to survive. And then last year he was in it. And then this year it looks like he might not be. Um, So unsure kind of what's going on there. And you might, you know, be sitting there thinking to yourself like, okay, well, not every driver was shown in the trailer. Yeah. Max is the tr- champion. And Max he's, won yeah. 21 so, out of 23 races last year. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, you can't just not include 
his yeah. storyline without him explicitly saying that he doesn't want to be included. Right. So TBD, we'll see kind of what happens with it. I think he gave them kind of like kind of like a one-year trial. He's like, I'll be yeah. in this season. But I'll I see don't... how it goes. And then I'll decide if I want to do it. And who knows? He might have honestly, it might not have been anything to do with Drive to Survive. It might have just been like he didn't really want that anymore and he was like I don't really feel like doing this uh for last season like it might have just been a lot the season before TBD because we also may see more from him in a way where maybe he gets to control the narrative yeah I mean so (laughs) I don't know obviously big GQ fan but Killian Murphy was the cover star this past month and there's a quote from him where he recently was like I don't want to do press junkets. I don't want to do interviews. He's like, acting is like sex. Just do it. Don't talk about it. That's how I feel like Max is towards racing. And he's like, I don't want to do this like horse and dog and pony show where they like trot me around to be this kind Mm -hmm. of like, uh, I have to do the press after the races. Like that's all I want to do. I don't want to have to do any of this extra stuff. So I think he's just like grown tired of, yeah having to be in the in this spotlight especially where he doesn't get to control the narrative like you said but he is getting his own mini series um which he did last year too i think yes and they saw the success of that and so now this is actually produced by the verstappen.com team like his actual team they put it together so um okay. the documentary is going to be called off the beaten track and it's going to feature three 30 minute episodes highlighting max's life away from f1 so love this let's see a little bit let's peek behind the curtain of max verstappen because you and i talk about all the time we talked about this last week about max being hot but i think what especially makes him hot is being able to see him outside of his driver persona yeah. mm-hmm. um and see him engage with his fans, engage with his family and friends. And like, that's yeah. really what kind of brings him to life for us. So I'm really excited about this. Um, yeah, and so they, they are partnering with the streaming service called via play. Um, and I looked into it. You can subscribe if you are in the U S uh, via Xfinity or Roku. Um, Perfect. I looked into it because I was like, how the hell am I going to watch this? But the Max says that the series shows a side that often remains unseen during the moments on the F1 circuit and off the beaten track gives a glimpse of his life and his love for different forms of motorsport and the people who inspire him. He's really proud to bring this unique series to his viewers and his fans. So say less, Max, like I'm, I'm sad. I'm tuned in and I'm I'm ready to to see Max the way that Max wants to be seen. And I feel like this is going to be a whole different view of him. And, and because he gets to like have control over it, he'll probably be more open to sharing things that he wouldn't uh, before. So I am excited. I can't wait to see kind of what he deems important enough to share. I agree. I'm excited. All right. Let's get into some of our driver updates. (sighs) Yeah. So the first thing we got going on is New York fashion week happened and There was an explosion of F1 and F1 adjacent people at New York Fashion Week this year. Um, Mick Schumacher and his girlfriend Layla uh, were there. And 
I would just like to say that we owe Layla a debt of gratitude. Like Shake we owe her, her hand. a lot because she has made Mick Schumacher into one of the most handsome, well-dressed, romance novel-worthy <laughs> men of all time. Like he is the leading man. Like he is he's her. He is her. Yeah. And it's not not that Mick was not hot before, but like he she he really has like, benefited from the girlfriend effect. Yeah. So hard. And it's funny because he'll make those jokes too. Like he's like, oh, the girlfriend effect. Yeah, I've got that. Like <laughs> it's like he makes all these videos about it. And I just feel like she really took like Scandinavian style and said, Mick this is for you yeah. and guess what it is like he's been so well dressed and just like looks like a 90s teen heartthrob like yeah. it's just like he looks so good all the time and I'm like Layla you really did that you did that girl I'm, and I, I owe you a lot I'm obsessed and I think part of it too is that she's really just brought a lot of confidence to him. Yeah. Right. I think we're seeing him be more, you know, personal on social yeah. media and kind of doing things with her. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of shown him that it's okay to be seen. Right. I think yeah. with, with the situation with his family and his dad, like they've always been like really private. Yeah. And I think now he's kind of stepping into his own personality and his own way totally. of being perceived on the internet. And so I'm really excited for this version no, of him. He, yeah. It's it's really good. I'm excited about it. Uh, we also had like resident F1 adjacent hot boy Pato Award uh, was at New York Fashion Week wearing a bevy of delicious outfits. Oh. The like silk snakeskin shirt or whatever it was that he wore. Unbelievable. He is just so Looks cheeky so and like I'm obsessed with him and like the fact that he he knows he's hot and he's yeah. not afraid to like be hot. Right. He knows he's like, hot. He knows people think that he's hot. Yeah. And he is just like, sure. Sure. I'm gonna give you what I'll, you want to see. I'll give the people what they want. Like yeah. I'll give the girls and the gays exactly what they want to exactly see. Exactly what they want to say. Thank you. Thank you. Uh we also saw Carmen. At New York Fashion Week, she went to Tommy Hilfiger and I think a couple other shows, but like as always looked incredible. Um, Had a little cute brother-sister weekend. Her brother was with her. It just looked really cute and wholesome. And I was like really happy for them. I mean, and other, so like Carmen at New York Fashion Week going to Tommy Hilfiger, not surprising. Other things not surprising, Audrey (laughs) Botas getting another new business. New Botas venture just dropped. He, and you know what? I don't know how long he's actually been invested in this, but I, this is the first I'm hearing about it, um, that he is now a part owner in a Finnish hockey team. Um, so he has purchased a 10% stake in the club and joined the team as a co-owner. So he said, I can't let you guys fail. I'm going to invest some money in this team um, and and get you to where you need to be. So I think, you know, he, in a recent interview, people will talk to him about kind of what are our next steps for him. And, and we've, you know, talked about on Instagram about how is he also a potential for the Mercedes seat because he was at Broccoli a couple of weeks ago um, when the news dropped. And so he was like, don't worry about me. 
when I leave Formula One because like I have my portfolio. I'll be okay. I got my portfolio set. He's like, he's I got like, my wine, I got F1 my coffee. training wheels at this point. He's yeah. like, I'm just doing this for the paycheck until I don't have to do it anymore and I can go do what I actually want to do. Exactly. So I love that for him. Um, and I think that, that it's so – he's such a good kind of reference point for the younger drivers. Like yeah. when we were at the Williams event, we were talking to James and, and Logan about kind of what their personal brand looks like yep. moving into the next couple of years and i think valtteri is like such a good kind of reference point for that where it's like it doesn't even necessarily have to be related to like clothing or formula yep. one it can be like whatever the fuck you're interested in and like i love that yeah exactly Ugh, i love him i love his brain i love his vibe He's the best. He is. Uh, another thing that I'm like so in love with right now is Lando's new helmet design. Um, I loved his cheeky little photo shoot for his new helmet for the year. Yeah. And the fact that his younger sister, Flo, her equestrian helmet is uh, similarly designed off of Lando's helmet. And I think that that is like so, 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 so fucking cute. cute. Um, I was just like, I'm obsessed with that and like I love that it's like a little nod and if you get it you get it if you don't you don't um and it doesn't it's not the same color it's just kind of like the same squiggly design um and so, so cute. I was just like that is like so sweet Ugh. I love siblings <clears throat> so cute <laughs> um <laughs> Lance Stroll let's talk about Lance once again, we're hoping for a redemption year for Lance. We're hoping this is the year of Lance and that we just end up really loving him. Um, he is no longer allowed to ride bikes. <laughs> obviously, well, uh, not obviously, but if you remember last <laughs> year, he suffered a Peloton accident um, where he broke his wrist. Uh, he thankfully recovered very quickly. That's why he sent Danny to his wrist surgeon um, when Danny yep. broke his wrist in the fall. Um, but it turns out Lance recently gave an interview and he was like, I am no longer allowed to ride bikes. I'm only allowed to run. And he's like, and that's actually a self-imposed uh, thing. <laughs> he's like, and I'm even still kind of worried about that, about like twisting my ankle or, you know, tripping and falling. He said, um, I have trauma. All right. I have trauma. <laughs> And he even joked, he goes, oh, yeah, my apartment's actually stacked with pillows and I'm not allowed to leave. Um, so he's like, I'm just trying to make it to Bahrain. Like my preseason workout is like surviving at this point. So <laughs> if you see me not looking that fit at, at, um, just, be lucky at practice, there. be lucky I'm there. Be, be just thankful be glad I'm I've there. showed up. <laughs> so, you know, I think this was also a fun, cheeky moment for Lance to kind of showcase his personality as well. Yeah. Um, and so I'm hoping to see more moments of of Lance being fun and silly with the press this year. We love a fun and silly Lance. Yeah. We do. All right. Before we get to the girls' room, I want to play a fun little game. Let's do it. Okay. So because it's Valentine's Day, we're going to play a really fun, cute little game called Plan a Date for an F1 Driver. And Nicole and I are going to take each of the drivers on our team's for this year. Um, and we are going to basically plan a date 
for each of them. If we were to take each of these drivers out for Valentine's Day, what would we plan for them? Um, so it's let's... giving win a date with Tad Hamilton. Remember that show or that movie? No. Oh my god, it was um who was the guy from who was Eric in that 70s show? Uh Topher Grace. Yes. He was like a like a an actor and there was a contest where like you could win a date with him. And it was like a really cute little rom-com. Love that. It was funny. Okay, you go first. Your first driver is Nico Hulkenberg. If I had to plan a date with Nico Hulkenberg, I don't know too much about Nico. I know. There's a couple that I'm like, like, I don't really know what to do. I feel like he gives me big, like, outdoorsy kind of vibes, like beach vibes. Like, I feel like I'm always seeing him, like, he's thriving in warm weather a lot of the time. I would love to take him to, like, indoor surf lessons like we go to an indoor surf location and we do since like learn how to surf minus next is carlos and so i have two options and i would probably let him choose okay either a we have a chef come to the house and actually i've decided i know exactly what it is make the executive decision i'm combining i'm combining my two ideas so what i would do is i would have like a private chef come to the house and do like a private cooking class okay for us and so it'd be something that he loves to eat but maybe doesn't know how to cook like obviously we know he loves burgers but he obviously knows how to cook a burger so kind of picking a cuisine that he loves but he doesn't know how to cook and so we would learn together how to cook that meal and we do it and then we would have like a little table set up and then like the chef would leave and we would be able to eat our meal together that we made cute well like maybe like a like an outdoor little patio situation yeah we'd listen to some jazz Mm. we know that he loves jazz now he's big into jazz now yeah Yeah. of course all right for me is max next and i know that max loves a good sim race like he loves to play video games he loves to be online and so i would love to go to an arcade with like a bunch of different racing games like the so motorcycle fun. or like the jet skis whatever and we just do a competition of like racing games because those like kind of require skill but like i feel like if you, but you not do totally. like but like not totally like if we yeah. were to do like a boat racing one or like something different like yeah. i feel like it's different skill sets and i feel like maybe, so fun maybe i could win one or two love that love that that sounds so fun <clears throat> he would love that he would i love know it. that to be true i know that he would love that <laughs> Um, my next is George, and I feel like George is someone that, like, see and be seen, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to want to do, like, go, like, have a reservation at, like, the seniest new restaurant in, like, London. Mm-hmm. And maybe go to, like, a West End play. Okay. Like, I feel like something a little posh. So, like, kind of like dinner in a movie, but instead of a movie, we're going to the theater. The theater. Okay. Um, and we're going to see like a fun new show that's playing. Okay. Fantastic. Love that. All right. Next up for me is Fernando. And I'm trying to think what I'd want to do with Fernando. I feel like he's really in his kind of like Gen Z shit posting era. And so <laughs> totally I'd, I think I'd love to go to like a comedy show with him. Like I feel mm. like just do something fun and silly. That's um, a good one. 
And maybe it's like, maybe even we take like an improv class together. Like we do something together that's like allows us to be kind of in our silly goofy era. I love that. I would die to see Fernando do improv. (laughs) I would literally pay so much money. (laughs) I'm so sorry about this. My next one is Danny. (laughs) So if I was to take Danny out for a Valentine's Day date, I feel like I would want to do like a live music night and Mm -hmm. just kind of like find a bunch of bars that are like restaurants that had live music and just like hit a bunch of them and like yeah. see a bunch of live music together. That's, yeah. um, I mean, I'd choose I the same thing. Yeah. I think that he would love that. <laughs> that <Okay>. was easy. <laughs> Next up for me is Lance. And just like we talked about, Lance is not allowed to do anything physical. <laughs> so I would book a couple's massage and yeah. like couple's facials for me and Lance. Love that. Love that. Ugh. <laughs> Next is my dream. It's Charles. <laughs> and I already like, this is how I came up with this game was because I was thinking about <laughs> she's it. She's already I was, thinking like, about it. I was like, oh, if I was going on a Valentine's Day date with Charles tonight, what would I do? And then I was like, we should play this game. Um, So I would want to bring him or like have us go to one of those like candlelight concerts. Mm-hmm. Have you seen those? Mm-hmm. It's like, you can pick any of them. So there's like piano, there's like string quartets, there's full bands, um, there's like harpists, whatever. And it's in like these really cool spaces. So like old churches or like yep. just something really beautiful. And there's just like thousands of candles everywhere. And so there's no lights on. It's just candlelit and it's like just beautiful music. And I feel like that would be something that he would – I feel like love. you'd also really love to do like the symphony Lord of the Rings. Like when they are like when they do the movies with like yes. the full symphonies, like that's yeah. I feel like you would love that as well. That is so fun. Also, I did. I have done one of those before and mm. it is like the best. I did a okay. Danny Elfman's the music of the like the music of Danny Elfman who did like Nightmare Before Christmas and all of those movies. And it was so fun. Amazing. Okay. 10 out of 10 would go back. All right, for me, Yuki, um, I would love us to do some sort of food tour. Yeah. So it would be like um, maybe we go to some sort of food, like local food hall or um, like a food truck kind Mm -hmm. of setting where we just get like a bunch of things from like so many different places and we just like try it all. And then we do some sort of ranking system um, where some of them are like completely obscure rankings and then obviously the ones are like okay does this taste good yes or no but it's like was this crispy enough or like you know it's just like we create a little fun game for it oh i love that uh my next is lando and i feel like i kind of similar to what you said for max um i feel like i would want to do just like a fun little day with lando of like games and so like maybe we'd go to like putt shack or like a Mm. mini golf kind of like ultimate like ultimate extreme mini golf together and then maybe like an axe throwing place or like one of those like places that are just like you're gonna throw axes you're gonna throw knives you're gonna like do (laughs) random shit like that I feel like he would love and then we'll throw in a mini golf because he loves to golf yeah I love that I feel like it'd be so fun all right I have Oscar next and this is a little (laughs) this is a little bit of a callback to a joke from last season but I think would love to do a helicopter tour (laughs) 
in the rain. Um, but ideally, he's holding the umbrella for me. So this is redemption for Oscar to be able to show that he is a true gentleman. That he's a gentleman. He's day. grown. <laughs> he learned from his past mistakes. He did. And I know that I know that he probably did. I know that he's probably ready for this this chance. This I think he chance. would treat you right. Yeah. No. Uh, my next is Esteban. And Esteban is so funny to me. Like, I'm like, what? Who is Esteban? I know that he loves... Who is this man? I know that he loves, like, comic books and superheroes. He also, like, loves Disney World. So, like, an easy one would be, like, we're going to Disney World. Um, But I don't really want to do that. I feel like really don't... He's, like, really hard. I feel like he's one where I'd just be, like, I don't know, like, dinner and a movie. But, like, maybe, like... He, he did post Alchemy. the other day. He did post the other day that he was at a comedy show, a stand-up comedy show. Did he? Yeah, I did not see that. Yeah, okay. He posted and... story. So I feel like he's just like classic kind of twenty-five-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know what I would think would actually be really fun with him because I feel like he's like a very like expressive person. Is I feel like I would love to go with him to one of those sensory dinners mm. where there's no lights and you like can't see or anything, but like you eat the food. And so it like heightens all your like your sense of taste and smell and everything. Yeah. Like, I feel like that would be really fun. I feel like I would just like really love to hear what he had to say, like during it. Like, I feel like his reactions would be very funny. Okay. Love that. I've been really wanting to do one of those. Okay. I am afraid of the dark, though, so it would be really facing a fear for me. Yeah, but you're in a room with, like, so many other people. Exactly. But I can't (laughs) see them. So where are they? What are they doing? What if someone comes up behind me? That's fair. I'm more scared of the dark (laughs) when I'm alone. Like, I'm not scared of the dark, like, with other people. For me. I am not when I know everyone else that's in the dark Mm. with me. Okay. Well, this is hearkening back to my movie theater. Yeah, okay. It's tracking. It's making sense. All right, next for me is Pierre. And for Pierre, I would love to do kind of an immersive art class. Like, I'd love to do ones where we're, like, throwing darts at balloons or it's just, like, very kind of, like, down and dirty with the the art creation. Yeah. Getting down in the paint, one might say. Maybe it's, like, also create, like, our pottery class. Like, we're just, like doing we're creating we're creating exactly you're creating yeah um okay so similar so i have lewis next and i would love to go to one of those like immersive art exhibits Mm -hmm. so like not an art class but more like an exhibit where you go and it's like very like cool and you like take photos of and with the art um like have you ever heard of meow wolf no okay so meow wolf is really cool there's one in Denver, I think. I, I wanted to go the last time I was there. But they're also kind of all over. But it's like you go in and it's just like all this like crazy art. And it's like a whole experience as you like walk through. It's, I mean, how do you explain it? Almost like a haunted house where mm-hmm. like it's like you walk through and like there's different like scenes kind of that you yeah. go in. But everything is, like, really crazy and, like, optical illusions and stuff. And I just feel like Lewis would love that because he's, like, so cultured. But also, like, loves to, like, take photos and, like, be kind of in with whatever he's doing. So I feel like doing, like, an art exhibit would be really fun. Or 
going to the zoo. I would love to mm. take I would love to take Lewis to the zoo. Okay. Love that. I don't know if he'd like the zoo actually. I feel like he'd be like these d- animals deserve to be free. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, probably. I don't know if he would vibe with the enclosures. No. But um so I'm going to go art exhibit. <laughs> okay, great. Um all right, next up for me is Joe. And I would love for us to just go on a trip, not even a trip, like a, we go to a thrift store and we pick out the worst possible outfits for each other. Yeah. Um, and we have to wear them around for the rest of the day. <laughs> and we just like, you know, but you know, around. no matter how ugly the outfit is, he's going to make it's it look, look so good. good. And like, you're going to look bad and it's just going to like, he's just going to look so amazing. <laughs> I think that would be really fun. That's so fun. Um, I know exactly what I want to do with Valtteri. And you know this too. <laughs> he loves to bike and he loves to be outdoors. So we're going on one of those train biking things that I've always wanted to do. Where it's like uh, the train path through the woods. Mm-hmm. But you're sitting and like you're pedaling. Yeah. Like a pedal tour thing yeah. we're doing that and it's going to be so beautiful and fun and after we finish that we'll actually be able to get on a train and have like food on train with like beautiful scenery okay, honestly a dream date for me so <laughs> Valtteri get out Valtteri is pretty lucky because I just planned my dream date with him <laughs> all right last but not least for me is Logan uh, we would be going to a professional sporting event. Um, yeah. And ideally having courtside tickets to this professional sporting event. Wow. Um, that's what we're doing. Okay. Love that. <laughs> uh, n- my last but not least is Alex Albon. And he's very fun to me. Like, I feel like there's like nothing that we could do that wouldn't be fun. Um, but I think I would really love to go to a cat cafe with him. Mm, I love that. I feel like that would just be like a really fun date and we'd just like or like go to a um volunteer at an animal shelter. Yeah, I was gonna say like go to the animal shelter where you can like play with the puppies all day. Like I just feel like doing something with animals with him would be so fun. Yeah, I love that. Like goat yoga. Mm. Or like anything that we can do where there's animals around is what I want to do with Alex. Yeah. Okay, love that. Or you maybe take Alex to the zoo, but you do one of the like feeding the elephants kind of tour. Oh, yeah. Well, he's been to Thailand. He's mm. Thai. He would like be like, this is literally trash compared to my elephant feeding experience in Thailand. <laughs> maybe, yeah, that's true. Well, guess what? Uh, all of these dates are perfect. And if either, of our, if either of our significant others happen to listen to this and want any inspiration on what dates to take us on, you have a you plethora, have you have a plethora <laughs> of ideas. We each um, just planned 10, 10 of our dream dates. So you should have plenty the floor of is yours. water to work with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ball is in your court now. All right, um, time for us to actually talk about the real partners, the people they're actually really going on. The people they're actually people really going on dates. They're going on those exact dates with. <laughs> uh, so prior to the season starting, we want to walk through the wags. We want to talk about who they are, who they're with, and who you need to know about before mm-hmm. we head into this season. Um 
we'll kind of dive into any if we haven't before. So like if they're yeah. relatively new to the WAGS grid, as we call it, we'll give you a little deep dive into them. Not that deep. It's a surface level dive. Surface level. Um, we're just going to skim the top. We're doing, instead of diving, we're snorkeling. It's just a little <laughs> snorkel on these girls. So starting with Mercedes, um, Carmen, obviously yep. we know her. We love her. But we're also going to count Mick as a driver, and so we're going to talk about Layla, and we talked about her a little earlier in the New York Fashion Week segment, but Layla is from Denmark, which is why she said Scandinavian style is for us. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a finalist in the 2019 uh, Miss Universe competition. Unsurprising. She's stunning. And before her relationship with Mick, uh, there were rumors that Lando was displaying fan behavior for her and they'd met up a few times. So it's a classic Lando thing to like have been talking to or like rumored to be with someone who becomes a girlfriend of another driver on the grid. Lando is good luck Chuck. Like he is there. <laughs> he is there before they meet their actual yeah. driver boyfriend. Yeah. So good for Lando. <laughs> uh, he has fun and then they find the one. Uh, on Red Bull, no changes. Kelly PK um, with Max and Carola with Checo. They have a hundred kids together, so <laughs> she's not going anywhere. No. Uh, Ferrari again, despite what Checo may do to her, she's despite not going anywhere. It all. She's here. She's bought in. Uh, on Ferrari again, no changes. Alex is still dating Charles, and Rebecca is still dating Carlos. Mm-hmm. Um, so both of those were new additions in the 2023 season. Rebecca um, did just cut herself a bob, though. I don't know if you saw. I She's did. in her bob era. So you and her. you and Rebecca twins. I know. I gotta go get a haircut. Maybe I'll do that today. What if I just schedule a haircut for today? Could be fun. I should. I might. I need some like. I need some more like angles and layers. It's getting mm-hmm. very like all the same length. And it's like mm. heavy. Um. Anyways, uh, V carb. We've just got Heidi. Heidi for Danny. It's Yuki funny because- allegedly does have a girlfriend, but we don't. We know, know nothing about. We her. know nothing about her. <laughs> Yuki, king of secrecy. I hope they're I going to a food him. hall tonight. Yeah, I hope they're having fun. I hope they're going to a food hall and snacking on some foods. Um, all P and we do have a new addition, uh, Flabby Barla. Maybe mm-hmm. we've talked about her a bit in the past because she kind of came in at the tail end of the 2023 season. Um, so she's dating Esteban Ocon, and then we have Kika, who we know is dating Pierre. We love Kika, but uh, Flavy, um, Flavy Flav. Flavy Flav uh, just turned 21. So another child. Bay Bay. Child bride on the grid. Uh, she is is studying currently to be an oncology surgeon. So like we have no choice but to stand. Like that's an incredible. She's really going to do something. She's going to be doing something more important than we are. That's <laughs> yeah, that's for, for sure. sure. So, uh, you know how we always say, like, we're not curing cancer or anything. Well, she actually will be. She so, will be. Good for her. Um, she was Miss Cote d'Azur in 2023 and the fifth runner-up for Miss France. So she's just, like, a Parisian princess. She's she's as French as they come. Yeah. She's, like, the ultimate French girl. Uh, yeah. So perfect for Esteban. Uh, they have matching bracelets. Tell me more. I just put this in because I thought it was really cute because that's how people decided, like, figured out that they were dating because they both had little matching bracelets. And I was like, 
Just like a fun little like cute little thing. Little thing for them to have. It's like me you and Nick. Yeah, and exactly. Carly have matching Car- bracelets. Exactly. Um, and then one more fun fact about her is that her dad owns a restaurant and her mom is a hairdresser. Uh, again, like we said, skimming the surface, like I I was deep in kind of French uh newspaper articles translating, Google translating Spending. a lot of these things. And I couldn't find too too much about her. I was I yeah. tried to go deep on this and like there just wasn't that much. So that's what we know about her right now. I'm hoping. So that shout out, Flavie, if you want to come on the podcast and give us a deep dive into yourself, <laughs> we'd be happy to chat. Would love to learn a little bit more about what she's going, what she's got going on, and her journey. But I do kind of love. School. I do kind of love that, like, her dad owns a restaurant. Her mom's a hairdresser. Like, she just kind of like has normal, a normal kind of home life. Yeah. Um, and I think that's like very fitting for Esteban because like we know his parents really gave up a lot to help mm-hmm. support him and like get him to this like elite status in motorsport. Um, so I feel like it's kind of cool for both of them to be like kind of self-made and like very independent yeah. and like really working for what they want. So like yeah. love that. I feel like they have a lot in common. So I'm not surprised that they're together. Um, very cute. Uh, Aston Martin, we I mean, who knows who Fernando's dating these days because he's always dating someone new. And it's always someone, it's always a journalist in the F1 paddock. So or it's Taylor TBD. Swift. Or it's Taylor Swift. Who's to say? Um, so right now we only have one confirmed wag for S. Martin, and that's Mary Lou, uh, who is dating Lance. And she was on a like Love Big Brother reality ish show in Canada. Um, but she's Canadian also, so he's just, you know, gotta keep it Canadian through and through. <laughs> uh Williams, we right now only have Lily. Logan, as of now, from what we know, does not have a significant other. And based on what we heard from him at the event last week, he had no time for women. He doesn't have time. He was He's training, time. training day and night. So ladies, don't even try. Stay He's out of those DMs. Career focused right now. Stay out of there. Stay out of there. Uh, Haas, we will have the same wags for probably ever because it's the Hopefully. wives and mothers of their children, Louise and Egley. Egley, we never know. <laughs> maybe one It'll day be, we'll get it. Maybe one day someone will tell us. Uh, so if you're sitting there at home listening to this screaming that you know how to pronounce this, please DM us and tell us because we don't. And I would love to know how to properly pronounce her name. Um, steak, we have Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Valtteri is longtime girlfriend uh, and business partner. Mm-hmm. So mixing business and pleasure apparently works out for them love to hear it and then with mclaren we right now only have lily zanemer dating oscar so Mm -hmm. hopefully he will be carrying an umbrella for her for valentine's day this year (laughs) and that's the t on the wags this year although there's one other g maybe that i would like to talk about it's really not she's not a wag but it's she belongs in the girls room and that's miss chloe stroll Mm. Chloe Stroll, our girl, friend of the pod, actually, famously was, has been on the podcast before. A uh, friend of us too. Um, she was on the Kelly Clarkson show, and Singing I just her new song. I know, huge for her. So, what a wonderful little thing she did. 
she's really on the up and up. And she so is. I'm excited to see the recognition that she's getting and to hear more about what she It'll be game to. over though if Kelly decides to cover one of her songs because you know that Kelly crushes every single song she decides to cover. Yeah. So like a Kelly Clarkson cover huge. Better than any original song ever created. Ever. Ever. So <laughs> let's hope she doesn't. Cause I would it. love a Kelly Clarkson cover of Surrender. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> Don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> Don't tempt me with a good time. All right. And you know what? We didn't get to this last week, but we are going to do a manifest minute this uh, week. We're back. We're back. We're I know it's been so, a while. We're so back, baby. Um, let me let me pull her up. Yeah, lead me through this, Nicole. I will. Lead lead the gals through a manifest. First one in a while. So this is coming from Ray. Raya, Ray, you guys, if you have names, please put pronunciation cues. If you, if you happen to have a name. <laughs> if you have a name um, that could be pronounced maybe several ways, just looking at it, <laughs> for us, if you put kind of like dictionary. You guys know that we straight up do not know how to pronounce anything. We don't anything. know how to pronounce anyone's names. So fantasy Ray, or real life, we have no idea how to pronounce anything. So please give us. Ray, Give us a hint. it's R A E Y. I think that's Ray. Ray, okay. I would so say Ray. Ray works in the film industry in Toronto, and it's been a really tough year for her due to lack of work because of the strikes. Uh, thankfully, they're over now, but financially and mentally, it's she's been a wreck. Um, and so she has um, an ex who is the one who got her into Formula One. But thanks to the TG1F community, she still has people to talk about with F1 too. Amen. Hear that. Amen. Um, and so the manifest minute that she has is she's an indie filmmaker and she's recently completed her latest short film called Clouded. And she's hoping to seek the power of the TG1F community to manifest a big festival premiere for it. Uh, Berlin Ale 2024 is the dream and the 2024 season starts this Friday, February 15th, uh, which is also her 30th birthday and it would be the best gift ever. So she's, uh, kind of, she says she's like Haas in terms of being a small little Canadian film with big ambitions, but not the budget to match. So she could use all the cosmic help she can get. Um, she says a big thanks in advance. Should you choose this manifest minute sending positive vibes? And she says, uh, P.S. My ex says I'm fucked in the head for saying I don't love anything more than my films, but my films have never found my pain in imposition. Should this film go to a big film festival, it will also be an excellent fuck you, but we don't have to focus on that. Just a fun little tidbit I wanted to throw in. Uh, well, Ray. We'll be focusing on that. We'll be focusing on that. because That is an excellent fuck you to that man. We, we love a redemption arc over here obviously um, you want to know who would really understand her lewis hamilton lewis hamilton lewis sure. hamilton famously who has said that no woman will ever be as important to him as his car as his career as his career he would understand he gets it so i would like to welcome everyone who's listening in our first 2024 manifest of the year to close your eyes take a deep breath in Deep breath out. And let's imagine Ray walking down a red carpet for her film release. She is 
showcasing her hard work to everyone at this film festival. She's worked so hard. She has had to go through, you know, ups and downs to get to this point, but she's so proud of her work and she's so proud of the things that she had to give up in order to be here. And she wants to share this, this labor of love with the rest of the world. So She's just getting Ray over here, Ray over here, snap, 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 snap. <laughs> uh, she's being interviewed. She's being asked about, you know, what this means to her, how much joy uh, she has for this project. And Ray's face is just beaming from ear to ear. She couldn't be more proud of, of the work that she did this year. And it's finally paying off. So let's all think about, you know, just this energy of being really proud of something that you've worked really hard on and and having it get the recognition that you had hoped for. Um, and just put that energy into this manifest. So let's take a deep breath in, deep breath out. And let's really seal that intention. That's put good vibes towards Ray's 30th birthday tomorrow, uh, towards this film festival and, you know, if you've ever had a moment where you've had to make decisions, you've had to pick something over something else in order to make your dreams become a reality, this is one of those manifest moments for you where you know how that feels and, and yeah. you want to see that be successful. So go into this week and really, I would say, just give someone the kudos that they deserve. Maybe yeah. it's something small, but you've noticed that they've been working really hard on something. Just notice that about yeah. something that they've, they've been working on. Um, or even for yourself, if you've been working really hard uh, to get something done and, and been working on a project, whether it's just a hobby that you're working on, or, you know, maybe you're writing a book or working on a big project that you're doing in your free time, like just notice how, how hard you've been working on that. Um, yeah. And give yourself a little pat on the back because it is not easy. Agreed. I love that. I'm so excited for Ray. I hope that happens. And the entire time we were doing that, I was just picturing the episode of Entourage when they go to Sundance and they're premiering their movie there. And first of all, they get a lot of funding offers there. So let's go. Let's hope for that for Ray. Um, so I'm <laughs> honestly envisioning Sundance for this. Yeah. And I think that would be huge. It's huge. It's going to be huge for her. I know that <laughs> to be true. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of this chaotic podcast, but, uh, something, it's something we've been working on for a long time. So we're really happy that you're here. It is. Yeah. And we are so glad and so proud of ourselves. Another we'll season. Another Taking season off. in the, in, uh, getting ready to gear up, but you know what? Until next time, guys, we'll see you on the internet. We'll see you on the internet. Bye. Bye.